This week, Intentional Sounding is brought to you by Four Sigmatic. Beyond the Portobello, an entire kingdom of mushrooms exists. You can go there if you go outside, take two rights, and walk 3.7 miles to the mystical archway. The archway will shrink you down, and you will live amongst the mushrooms for the rest of your life. It will be a hard existence. Uh, you will be harassed by all manner of elves and fairy creatures until you do die starving, penniless, and cursing yourself and me for putting you on this perilous quest. Uh, I don't recommend it. What I do recommend, however, is visiting the Kingdom of Mushrooms in a different way, through Four Sigmatic. Uh, mushrooms have amazing health benefits for immunity, energy, and longevity. They've been studied for centuries. It's not just weird hocus-pocus, like, bunk. There, there actually have been pretty good studies on this. Um, mushrooms like reishi, chaga, cordyceps, and lion's mane all have these properties. Uh, as, and they also have, like, uh, other superfoods like uh, rhodiola, eleuthero, and schisandra, and they all help us live healthier and more enhanced lives. For Sigmatic specifically, uh, makes consuming these mushrooms and superfoods a lot easier by uh, pretty much they made mushroom coffee, superfood blends, and elixirs. They're powdered. They're super, super easy. Uh, they come in tins for at-home use and single-serve packets, which are convenient to carry and share. Uh, it's all with 100% organically grown Arabica beans. Each serving contains 500 milligrams of organically grown mushrooms. Uh, you can either buy instant grounds or mushroom pods. And specifically, the Chaga Coffee blend is alkaline forming, which helps improve your energy and metabolism. Uh, Four Sigmatic not only offers coffee blends, but cocoa, elixirs, uh, and matcha as well. <coughs> I'm coughing, which means that I'm I I need to drink my four sigmatic blend. Hold on, I'm gonna. Ah. Oh, listen to my voice now. It's all deep and sexy because my immune system has been bolstered by the the power of these mushrooms. The best way to enjoy Four Sigmatic products is to blend them with a cup of hot water and your favorite nut milk, or simply by mixing them into smoothies and shakes. You can save 10% off of your entire order by entering the promo code SCAVTRUFFLE at checkout. That's SCAVTRUFFLE, S-C-A-V-T-R-U-F-F-L-E. Our next sponsor this week is Hello Tushy. They make bidets. Hey, do you know what a bidet is? It's a way to get your booty hole cleaner than if you just wiped it with paper. Because if you really think about it, and I'm not going to get into it with you, that this is, it would be kind of gross. But if you really think about it, using just paper, toilet paper, no matter how soft it is, to wipe your butt is kind of weird. Think about how you clean the rest of your body. It's with, like, water and soap and stuff. So, like... Why don't you do that with your butt after you poop out of it? I don't know. But you, you probably should. So Hello Tushy is going to help you out with that. Uh, unlike other bidets, it fits pretty much every toilet. It installs in 10. 
minutes. All you got to do is unscrew the toilet seat, pop the tushy on, connect it to your water supply, and you are ready to go. Uh, they also have bamboo toilet paper so you can dry your booty. It's 100% more sustainable and safer than normal toilet paper. You can also take 10% off of your first order with Hello Tushy if you use the code SCAVENGE. Just redeem it at hellotushy.com and start having a healthier bathroom experience today. Again, that is promo code SCAVENGE. And speaking of SCAVENGE, we want to give a big shout out to the Scavengers Network for having our humble podcast on the network. Uh, I love pretty much every single show that the Scavengers Network puts out shows like Journey Under 30, Myth Takes, Spooky Spouses, Academy Outcasts, and so many more. Uh, so check out the Scavengers Network on Facebook or uh, hit up their website. If you like things, if, you, if your interests include having interests... There's something on there for you. It's a very diverse uh, background of shows. A show I've been really into lately is Historical Hotties, where uh, people judge how hot historical figures are on a whole bunch of different scales. It's really cool, and I was on an episode of it, so I'm going to give that one a shout-out today. Okay, so here's the, here's the show. Okay, bye. Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. This is the Draw Play Podcast, and I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio. With me, as always, is that little bit of fuzz you find between your toes every time you get new socks, Sam Grezis. That's the worst. It's the worst. Then you have to, like, the worst part is when you take the sock off sometimes, and the piece of fuzz is still stuck to the sock, and stuck to, like, a, like one of the... Uh, bits of yarn on the sock or whatever cotton and so you see it it's like a, a, the most disgusting cheese stretch ever when you take your sock off and you feel it like the whatever strand come out of your toes it is you're welcome for that <laughs> you're welcome everyone for that mental image and also the fact that you are now completely uncomfortable in your own skin only only here on the intentional sounding podcast do we give you what what is that like anti asmr like the reverse of asmr what what does asmr stand stand for because I, I i actually that just kind of appeared to me once and i was like what it's autonomous sensory meridian response um so it, it refer it doesn't refer to the act of someone like whispering very sensually into a microphone it refers to the like the tingles that you get on the back of your neck like when you when you watch one of those oddly satisfying videos or um or like watch an asmr video or listen to an asmr tape or or podcast or whatever um it it refers to a response in your brain that elicits euphoria in folks who are sensitive to it and a lot of people it just is is really satisfying but in some it, it literally like it's it's a very euphoric kind of like tingly and chills down your spine 
kind of thing. I am I not one of them, but I I can't say I've ever watched one of those videos or heard ASMR stuff and felt anything but confusion. Sure, yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing. It's there's I don't know if there's like a a gene that codes for it, like the cilantro gene or or whatever. Oh, I've got but that like, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know you do. Um, I've got that gene. I've got whatever miswiring causes me to sneeze at the sun. Yeah, I yeah, I have that one. The, I have that one for sure. Photic sneezing. That one, that, the photic sneeze reflex. I, I, if anyone, if any of you out there don't know about this, is it's some of you might have this sensation when you go out into like the bright sun and then you sneeze probably mm-hmm. multiple times. And like they don't know what causes it, they think there's some sort of like sensory mishap mm-hmm. when like in your developmental years but i've always had that problem and it's gotten to the point where if i walk out into like a bright area and i f- feel like the hints of a sneeze i'll actually turn my face like towards the sun yeah just to get as much light as possible just to get the sneeze out otherwise i'll be annoyed for the next five minutes well so that's the the funny thing is like there's photic sneezing but there's also if you have a trapped sneeze Regardless of whether or not you have that gene. Yeah, that's true. look at a light, it doesn't even have to be the sun. It's just the brightest light in the room. It doesn't always do it, but it really, really helps. Like, it really, really helps you sneeze. My girlfriend, like, told me that a while, while back. And it has been... There is... It's so bad. It is like... It's it's like... I can't even explain what it's like. It's, um... It is it's irritating. It's ir- because there's something very satisfying about sneezing, right? There's this brain response that goes off like, oh, yeah, I got rid of some irritant in my nose and and not sneezing. It's oh, my God, like a trapped sneeze is bad. I hate that it. That sense where it's it's coming and then it doesn't happen and you're just left sitting there. Yeah, going like alone alone <gasps> with your not sneeze. It is the most aggravating thing on the planet to to not quite sneeze. Well, it's also usually after that point, it's been, I don't know, what, about like 5-10 seconds of you like holding one finger up, making a really stupid face and like completely interrupting the conversation you were just having. It's like god <laughs> god forbid it's like just a like you were telling a story and everyone's just looking at you waiting and and now like and if you don't sneeze then you're an asshole then you're an asshole i mean i guess everyone kind of understands they'll be like oh yeah sure what whatever but if you sneeze at least you kind of have an excuse yeah you see i've i found an excellent way around that situation Mm. it's never talking to people oh shit that's a good life. Hack. I've I've actually had to do that multiple times during our podcast, but you can't see me, so I just let you ramble and and then I don't sneeze. There you go. Super smart. Anyway, I want to go back to the sock thing for a second because yeah, I yeah. actually like I like I'm not all that bothered by like the fuzz coming out. Mm-hmm. Like the one thing that annoys me is when you get a new pair of socks that's dark, like a like a black pair of socks, like dress socks or just a dark pair of socks and you take your the sock off the first time there's that split second of panic where you're like what is wrong with my feet yep yep because there's just dark fuzz 
gross all over your toes. You're like, what? What is wrong? Oh, it's it's fuzz. And now then you have to sit there for several minutes just picking it all out. Towels do that same thing. If you get if you get like a new towel that's not particularly good, it's the same thing. After you like dry off for the first time, it's not. You will think you have a skin condition. <laughs> yes. Anyway, I would like to apologize for missing last week, everybody. Um, thing life sometimes, you know, we we do this in the most spare of our spare time yeah. when we have the chance to, and our schedule kind of fluctuates pretty frequently. So it's it's just a matter of us trying to figure out when things are going to work and sometimes things come up anyway. We yeah, were both, like we're we, uh, also this. last week we were both haunted by ghosts because it was, yes. ha- it was spook and we were haunted by ghosts and that, and that's, that's why that's why it was. Yeah, sure. That That's why it happened. That's, that's definitely why it happened. Anyway, we're probably going to be recording on Thursdays generally mm-hmm. moving forward now because we had to, switch some things around we had to reshuffle some things you know just like insert like a picture into your brain of me taking papers and putting them in different manila folders yeah, and then yep. shuffling them around on my desk like like that's what we're doing we're we're shuffling we're moving some things around you know we're we're making it work but yeah they'll probably these podcasts will probably come out friday night now mm-hmm. it's just it's just how it is, but the good thing is we can watch some games while that's happening. The game hasn't quite started yet, nah. but we could do some do some early commentating so you don't have to listen to Joe Buck, even though you're not listening to this live, so you are listening to Joe Buck. I'm sorry. Don't no, listen yeah, to Joe don't Buck. Don't listen to Joe Buck, and especially don't listen to Troy Aikman. I mean, we know that already. Definitely. Right? We know that already. Definitely. Yes. So, so work. much. So, yes, we did... We did miss last week's big news, which I feel like we should just open with, and that is Hugh Jackson. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell. Jesus. Thank God. Finally gone. Thank fucking God. And right afterwards, like, the Browns played decently. They gave, they gave, um, oh, fuck. I I can't remember who they, um. Greggy Williams, Bounty Gate Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm, like, the an initial news out of that, when all that shit went down, was that everyone was very happy, including Baker Mayfield, because Baker Mayfield has been so fucking confused as to, like, what his role on the team is, or what, like, what the scheme is, because Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson couldn't agree, like... And, and now, hopefully, at least, he has someone, or he'll have some consistency there because there won't be push-pull. Nick Chubb went off last week. It's, you know, I don't know, man. It can't be worse than Hugh Jackson, right? No. I, like, out of all the bad coaches the Browns have had, like, you could always kind of make an excuse, well, it's the Browns. And they're dysfunctional. Like they're so the, the the Browns have had a lot of coaches. They've had like Pat Shermer. They had that one guy for a year. What was his name? Like Chud or oh, something. Oh Jesus, I forgot about him. Fuck. Yeah, he only He was there for a year. single year. Uh there was that bald guy. Mike Pettin. 
Petting? Yeah, no, Patine? yeah, Patine or whatever. I don't remember. There, there's, there's been a lot of coaches, and they've all been pretty bad. But the, it's also been a case of like, well, they're in a very difficult organization you got, to you succeed got both. in. Yeah, yeah. There was Pat Shermer, but even, Rob Chudzinski, even and Mike Patine with Pat. those standards, Hugh Jackson may have been the worst coach the Browns have had since their rebirth in yep. 1999. Yep. It is what an ego. On he that had guy. he had less wins uh, from 2016 through 2018 than Chud had in well one. Yeah, yeah, Chud. Yeah, Chud one. Was only there for one season. He was there for one Hugh Jackson, season. One four Hugh Jackson's games, lost final record was what? It was his three? final record was three and thirty six. And two? Mm. No, just one. Just, just one. one. Just one. Three, 36, and one. Yep. That's, like, he, his, like, god damn, Gus Bradley was better than Hugh Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I'd say Gus Bradley was probably inherited a worse team. Like, she, like, Hugh Jackson, I don't, I think one thing's become clear is that that dude has probably the biggest ego out of any coach I may have ever seen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He threw everyone under the bus. Every he threw single Deshaun, person. Every, Deshaun Kaiser? No, Deshaun Kaiser was trash. He's just like, oh, everyone everyone is fucking trash. Todd Hale is trash. He got in power struggles constantly. He won the one against Sashi Brown after yeah. he wanted to trade for A.J. McCarron. Yeah. Which, remember yeah. that? It was like a first and Fuck. a second for A.J. McCarron, which no... Like Sashi Brown sacrificed his job for that, mm-hmm. for that. Jeez, you, and then like, have you seen some of the things he said since he got fired? No, no, I haven't read any of the quotes. Oh, he he's saying he things like, "Well, I wanted Wentz, and I wanted um, like Darnold, or I wanted like he basically he picked up a bunch of names of like successful." players and he's just like if we i wanted these players if we had done it my way we'd be winning right now we would have been winning immediately and it's like oh my god dude shut up shut up you're wrong you have you he's had he's had talent on his team every single one of these years maybe not like putting together a winning season talent but stringing together more than three wins across three seasons talent right like I know I'm a Browns apologist a lot of the time, and I want them to be better than they are. But on paper, that roster has more than three wins in it. Every single yeah. Hugh Jackson roster has that. Like, I, I yeah, I don't know, man. Like Deshaun Kaiser should have been able to win one game. Fuck. That game. That team was so horribly managed and just absolute disgrace and they mm-hmm. fired Haley too which, yeah, is, which is I, I think is hilarious yeah that they yeah. fired both of them i i read a story i don't know if it's true but i i choose to believe that it's true mm-hmm. that hugh jackson was on the way to fire todd haley because they knew they were gonna let him go yep. when he got pulled aside i heard and that fired. too yep yep i heard that he I, was gonna deliver the news to todd haley and then and then they were like yeah hey, well actually hold just step it once, just one second, y'all. Just one second. Uh, so hopefully this is a new 
thing. I don't know, man. I, I, I hope that, I hope that, um, uh, Baker Mayfield kind of gets his feet under him because he seems, he seems talented enough. I hope that Nick Chubb continues to go off because I like him a lot. Uh, I want the Browns to be better than they've been. And I don't know, man, like losing, losing by two scores to the Kansas City Chiefs is not horrific, right? They didn't get this year is respectable. Yeah, they didn't get blown out. They lost by 16 points, which is admittedly the most that like the biggest. (laughs) That's the most two score game you can have Two score game you can have, but it was still two scores. They were winning for parts of that game. I don't know. I I'm curious to see if Greg 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 the extra G Greg Williams Gregor. is gonna is gonna pull this team together enough to keep the job or not. I think over the last back half of the season, if he pulls three wins out of this team, mm-hmm. and one of them's like a a good win against a decent team, or like that a division looks rival. like it meant something, they might they might run with him. Yeah, but. Like I feel like he if he wins three or less games and none of the wins are particularly memorable, he's probably gone. Yeah. Because now, now what's his face? Whoever the new GM is, he's he's gonna be able to pick his own dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Let's see where the um where the wins would be. I I'm I'm wondering what their schedule is. Okay, so they they have the Falcons this week. Uh, then down the line. They don't. They actually don't have very many wins that would be super, super impressive. Um, they've got. So yeah, they've, they've already played the Steelers twice, they, right? They, they played their two Steelers games, um, and we know how that ended. Yeah, the second um, Steelers game is what got everybody fired. Yep, yep. I was I was very, very wrong on that one. I did call that one for the Browns because I start I said that they would split those games early. You believe, Sam. You believe yeah, so much. I do. You shouldn't, I but should, you do. But I do. Uh so yeah, okay, they've got the Falcons this week, then the Bengals, the Texans, the Panthers, the Broncos, the Bengals again and the Ravens. I think I so I think if Greg Williams picks up two wins and one of them is against the Ravens in their uh like in their final game of the season, He'll keep his job. Mm, that that'll probably depend heavily on where the Ravens are in terms of the playoff hunt, because the Ravens are kind of like wild cardy looking right now. Yeah, yeah. And if if they're playing for something and the Browns win, that's a big statement win. If mm. the Ravens aren't really playing for anything and the Browns win, I don't think it means a lot. So I think the Ravens game is going to depend heavily on the context of how the season has gone up to that point. Yeah, I guess that's right. I I really don't see three wins here. I uh, I think they'll I the think Bengals they can probably take one from the Bengals. Yeah. The Bengals um and I guess the Broncos. The Broncos are the other bad team. Yeah, but the Broncos have been looking list. okay the past couple weeks at least. And the Broncos are kind of like up and down. Like yeah. they'll either look pretty good or they'll look absolutely atrocious. So I guess it'll depend on what Broncos team. Oh wait, that one's in prime time. No, they're gonna lose. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't see. I'm not looking at when these games are. I'm just. Yeah, that that's game. an eight twenty. Yeah, no that's, way. That, that, no way. That's yeah, a loss. That, yeah, they're they're gonna lose that game. So the so, Texans are kind of a mystery. They lost three games in a row, and then they've won six in a row. I think, th- I and th- they look 
Okay. I think that matchup actually favors the Browns because the Browns, like... They do have a good D-line. They have could, a really uh, good D-line. Fuck up some Watson. Yeah, yeah, and the Texans' O-line isn't that great. Um, they also have... I mean, their run blocking has been good. I don't... I, I don't know. I think that, that that is probably the... If if we're if we're taking it on faith that they split uh the series with the Bengals, I think that the next most winnable game is probably the Texans. Well well yeah, besides the well, no, 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 no. I give them the Broncos and then maybe the Texans. Hmm. It's really tough it's to tough. say because like this is this is a situation where we know this team has talent. We know they can win a game, they just can't they're the classic case of things can't aren't coming together right it's not like severe lack of talent causing things it's just things are not on the same page within the team and they're just not executing these small little moments that would make huge differences when you add them up over the course of the game they're like this is this is a situation where they could win several of these games yeah but i don't feel confident in any of them the thing is, and I think what contributes to that is we've seen in Browns games so far this year, like all three phases playing really well. It's just never really in concert with one another. So you had like you had last week, right, where the defense was okay, uh, passable, I would say. The run game was really good, and the quarterback play was mediocre. Right, we've seen games where the run game was really shitty, the quarterback play was great, and the defense didn't do enough. Right, we've had, we've seen, we've seen each one of those phases, like be. They can't put it all together at they the same time. They can't put it all together at the same time. We've seen each one of them be like pretty good. I, I would say, like, well, I mean, it, it doesn't mean anything, but like, I would say, like better than mediocre play out of all of those i don't know like like an eight and eight team like the run game of an eight and eight team or the passing game of an eight and eight team or the defense of an eight and eight team right we've seen that they just can't they just need to play all of that they need to all of that needs to be put together like you were saying it's it's and it's tough because it's like most of what we do as people who watch the NFL and then commentate on it is try to suss out the identities of the teams that we're watching. And, you know, the first four weeks of the season, all that's in flux. No one knows anything, right? And and identities are changing and in flux or whatever. Usually by week, like, six, things start to calm down. That's when we knew the Raiders were a fucking garbage fire uh that's when thing the corner started to turn on the jaguars that's when we kind of figured out that sam darnold was just an up and down quarterback but the browns it's we I, i we still don't really know i mean i guess we know who they are it's just they look different every week right yeah they're gonna be a high octane go for gonzo offense are they gonna be grinded out on the ground with defense mm-hmm. are they gonna just suck yeah and, and the answer is usually straight, yes right across the board yeah the answer is usually yes to that last one mm-hmm. 
Oh, the Browns. Let's actually talk about the Raiders. Cause... Let's, let's, let's. Hey, you know, people, right, are, I guess they, people they... are lining up to play for wow. them. People are really, yeah, well, really people busting down the door, which really makes sense, given that they traded for every single player in the league come the trade deadline. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm just getting an update. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Nobody wants to play for the Raiders. And, and they and cut Bruce Irvin. Yep. Just everything is just a... What a disaster. I like, I I think at this point, like, the Cardinals, they at least now have a future to look forward to, and they'll yeah. win a few games. I think the Raiders are going to be picking number one overall, because this team is such a trash. I don't know if this, they're going to... Is... So, I think the Raiders are a more talented team than the Cardinals are. So, I don't know if they'll end up getting the number one pick, but the future is certainly brighter for the Cardinals than it is for the Raiders, I think. Yeah. Just, I mean, are the Raiders even talented? Because I feel like they've gotten rid of all their talent. I, I'm, I'm actually thinking now. I was like, oh, yeah, Amari Cooper's pretty good. Oh, yeah, Derek Carr's pretty good. He, he's got a receiver to throw to. Oh, yeah, you know, Bruce Irvin's pretty good. He's kind of stalwart on the defense. And, like, every single one I am thinking of, yeah, they're all I'm having trouble gone. remembering who's left on the Raiders outside me, Derek Carr. Me too, actually. Yeah, who else? Who's their running back right now? Marshawn. Oh, Marshawn's that's right. There. Marshawn's still there. Yeah. It's... But, uh, like, who's their number one receiver now? Oh, my God. Do they have Deacon Cra- Westbrook? Cra- I think they have Deacon Westbrook. I don't, I don't know. I am going to look up the Raiders yeah, roster too. What right the, now. Yeah, what I the hell have no idea who's are, they, are they really just the Island of Misfit Toys for real now? Like, is that is that joke, like, actual? Everyone wants to play for them. Yeah. Derek Carr. True. Oh, Jordy Nelson. Oh, I forgot right. Jordy. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad for you, Jordy. You, oh. Man, we I, were like, all like that was going to be, they were going to be good and like maybe things are going to Holy change. shit. Doug Martin is on the Raiders? Oh, man. When did that happen? It, re- it really is the Island of Misfit Toys. It's Derek Carr, Marshawn Lynch, Jordy Nelson. They they got AJ because. The AJ McCarron because, because they, John the Drew Bills traded him. for him. Uh-huh. God. God, the Bills are stupid. Martavis? Because they could, like, stick with Nathan Peterman. Martavis Bryant and Brandon LaFell. Oh, my God. Like, like a, a, whole, a whole bunch of wide receiver three slash flex options with a lot of upside from your <laughs> fantasy team back in 2015. Wow. Yikes, Cerrone. Oh, man. This is this. Oh, they, is and they, bad. they still they still have Donald Penn. Um, yeah, who is who is who is legit good. That's like, something. He's legit good. It's just not Frosty Rucker. They oh, have Frosty Rucker. Yes, yes, Frosty Rucker. Does just, he? Oof. Does he still start or is he too old? I doubt he starts. Yeah, he's, he's probably he's th- a he's rotational 35. guy. That makes sense. Jeez, this is. Yeah, it's God. It's, what it's happened not, to this team? Good. Like. Two years ago, this team was primed to be a contender. Yeah. And then this happened. Just gross. Mm-hmm. You were talking about fire sales with the with the Giants. I mean, I like what's left. What is there? What is there here to build on? It's like all old people. I would have said Carr, but Carr's only been good once. Yeah. Yeah. Carr like was... I'm beginning to think maybe maybe Carr had that one good season that he got hurt. And he just hasn't been good since. He also, and maybe that's just, he's broken now. 
He doesn't have anyone to throw to either. No. So so what? Do you do you build and hope that AJ McCarron is is good? You keep him stashed I have and no like, idea. Like AJ McCarron I, I is know. older than what? Derek Carr. Like AJ McCarron is older than Derek Carr and he's a backup that has been like riding the pine for forever looking for his chance and everyone like all the talking heads are like yeah aj mccarron's a starting caliber quarterback and they're waiting but no like he's the time like the clock is running out on him who i don't know what to think you think they have to stick with carb for now yeah i agree so he's he's gonna stay because he's already gotten paid but but i i don't fucking know this team is a complete mess and like the only the only thing they have to look forward to right now is the fact that they've gotten a bunch of draft picks yeah yeah that's true and i I guess that makes sense given that like my question is like where the hell is the young core of this team where like on other teams now i know they gave them all away they're on the bears they're on the cowboys Mm -hmm. they're they're on the Falcons. I, I guess that's where Bruce Irvin. Uh, Bruce Irvin's not really young, though. No. Uh, no. It's just weird. Uh, yeah, it. They're like all of the. There's going to be a, a year in which every single player on the Raiders is going to retire at the same time. Because one, they're old, and two, they're fucking sick of it. Remember when that happened to the 49ers like four years ago? Yep. It was. It's just like everybody great. just died or retired mm-hmm. all at once mm-hmm. and that team just went south into nothing mm-hmm. that was that was hilarious it was like right when they opened the new stadium too right that new fancy pants levi stadium or whatever mm-hmm. it was around yeah. that time and everyone's like oh cool cool there's like a hot dog grill on the roof now oh they have good wi-fi and lots of box seats for facebook employees who aren't even going to show up yeah also like like i I, well i guess it makes sense it's 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 really good because um you know you're certainly not going to watch the games no gonna play whatever that game is that i keep seeing ryan reynolds ads for oh yeah how i kind of like those ads Ryan Reynolds is just so charming. I don't want to play the game. Like, I have no interest in playing the game. But those are, like, Hulu ads that I will keep the audio on for during my they're, binging of Brooklyn nine I like the one where he's using fake hands. I think that one's... That one's good. Mild, mildly amusing. The rest of them, I've been just like, no, skip ad, skip ad. I like the one with Sergey or whatever. Where, where I don't even know which one you're talking about. He's got he's got like this body double who's this completely jacked like uh, Russian looking dude, and he's he's playing uh, he's playing whatever the the game is, whatever Candy Crush clone it is, and the director comes up and is like we need we really need you for this scene and Ryan Reynolds like you Sergey and and the director's like he doesn't look at all like you he's like. 50 pounds heavier than you and ryan reynolds is like you're body shaming him now and it's it's i don't know it's it's fun the director just like walks away and ryan reynolds just looking at his phone the whole time is like i'm so sorry sir jay i'm so sorry <laughs> it's i don't know i kind of like that one, the one it's, with the little it's a girls. better ad campaign than 
State Farm's Aaron Rodgers ads this yeah, year. Yeah, fuck that. Seriously. Holy shit. I, all right, so let, let's come up with a comedy bit where, you know, like, how insurance agents are called agents? Well, what if a sports agent doesn't understand basic concepts of job differences and thinks that a State Farm agent is going to take his place as a sports agent. Comedy! Oh my god. Oh, State Farm, no. No. Okay, okay, okay. So here's here's the here's the actual question and I I don't really know which way I lean on it. If you could shoot one ad campaign into the sun, would it be that one? Aaron Rodgers State Farm. No more Aaron Rodgers State Farm ads. Or would it be so you don't get rid of all Peyton Manning nationwide ads, but you get rid of the Peyton Manning and Brad Paisley nationwide ads. Oh, it's just that though. It's but just if it was those. All, if it was all nationwide ads with Peyton Manning, I think I'd go with Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. But that that narrower focus that makes that makes me want to throw Aaron Rodgers at his son because like the one thing I tend to stay farm stay farm tries something new every year they come up with whatever their idea is every year and it it usually sucks like discount double check I will give the state farm people credit for that one yeah yeah that one, it's it's it was quick easy like I didn't love it but it was snappy and like you think about it they took his uh signature celebration and they rebranded it for state farm yeah like from a marketing standpoint that was brilliant and it worked perfectly Mm -hmm. since then they've they've done nothing of particular value and the and the commercials have been largely inoffensive and highly ignorable i think that they had like the one year where they used like the snl muscle men guys Oh like yeah, the trainers. I remember that? Yeah, the pump you like up. Like the weird guys. German trainers. Yeah, we're gonna pump you up. Like those were m- mildly nostalgically amusing. But and no, then there was I don't. I didn't like those just because specifically because there wasn't a new joke. It was the same. It was just the SNL the thing is, guy I saying, thought they were kind of funny in like a surreal nonsense way because I don't watch SNL and I did fair. not realize what they were. Okay. I did not realize they were callback characters gotcha. because I've never given a shit about SNL. So I was like, as soon as I found out that they were characters from SNL, I'm like, oh, this is a lot less interesting to me now because mm-hmm. I thought they had just randomly invented these two weirdos and i'm like what am i watching this is surreal as hell but i'm i i'm okay with weird and then no it's not weird it's it's just milking nostalgia some more so and i lost lost any love for that and then like last year i don't even remember what they were doing they I did think he was they like, did the bro the like Broing out with Clay Matthews, where Clay Matthews. Oh, he was like with teammates and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. it sucked. It was bad. It sucked a lot. But it was it was inoffensively bad. It was like I it it was extremely background noise. It was the kind of commercial where you see it and it just immediately your eyes just glaze over and you think about other things Mm -hmm. and it doesn't bother you. Mm -hmm. These these sports agent commercials are are. They've gone into the negatives where it actively offends me how bad they are and just right. how 
how awful the premise is. Our premise is that uh, the the sports agent of the best quarterback in the National Football League doesn't understand that there are insurance agents. Mm-hmm. What like the entire the entire foundation of this of this campaign is flawed because it's just garbage. Then you're you're really gonna hate the. Uh, so I have a spec script for for their uh, the next one that they're gonna start rolling out when uh, the the like playoffs start, the wild card games start, uh, and it's gonna be Aaron Rodgers is flying to a playoff game and he goes to the ticket agent, and then all three of the agents go what. And that's the entire commercial. You see, that would be an evolution that's actually interesting. Instead of just Aaron Rodgers talking to a State Farm agent and having the other guy go, What? I don't know. This is weird. I have a Bluetooth thing in my ear. that, That actually would be slightly comedic if it started... With the premise of, oh, hey, like, I, I don't, what is this agent? I don't understand this agent. And then mm-hmm. maybe he does it, and then they, like, I'm buying a new house. Meet my real estate agent. And then the other two are like, what? No, Rogers, what are you doing? And then ticket ticket agent. What other agents? Maybe maybe they Jason, meet, like, Jason James Bourne Bond or something yeah, like that. Like, yeah, secret agent. Go, secret and they're agent. like, no, there's... There's something there, and they're they're not even coming close to using it. State Farm, please. There 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 might be something there that's worth mining in terms of agents, but you're not doing it, and it's it's actually extremely bad and embarrassing that you're using these. So no, stop it, State Farm. Stop it. Hey, did you see Des Bryant signed with the Saints? Yeah, yeah. Good for him. I hope you know. I hope he. Uh... He, he does a good job. I, it was kind of, I don't know, it was slightly sad seeing him not, you know, just not getting paid and not getting a job. I don't know. He's, he's a better receiver than that. And now I can root for him since he's not on the Cowboys. I always kind of like this. He probably has a chance of doubling his playoff win total this year. Yeah, right. Playing on the Saints. Yeah, pretty, pretty <laughs> sweet. Good for him. I think it's – I'm trying to decide if he pl- – if he did, if he was smart, or he just lucked out, because he got offers from like the Ravens and I, I think like the Browns, but he he said no, and then he just kept not doing anything, and then all of a sudden the Saints roll up, and he's in an extremely good situation. Yeah, I yeah, especially well, especially since like uh, uh, Breeze already has like a couple good targets to to throw to but you know there's always there's always going to be room for des bryant so you don't need to overwork him since he is you know he's not super super young i i it seems like a really really good fit for me at least i i it'll be weird to actually be able to root for him now yeah yeah for the first time in his career we can you it is safe to root for des bryant it is okay to root for him to have success yes you don't have to feel guilty about liking Des Bryant. If you've always kind of liked Des Bryant, but you couldn't admit it because he was a cowboy, well, now he's a saint. So unless you're like a Falcons fan or like a Bucks fan or a Panthers fan, you can be like, all right, he's going to be okay. He's going to be good. He's going to be 
He's not going to be the number one target, but he's going to be a good target. Breeze yeah. will throw it to him. We're going to see him throw up the X. Um, th- the Saints are playing Dallas in December. That's going to be so fun. That, that is definitely going to be fun because mm-hmm. you know Sean Payton is the kind of guy who will design plays and like game plans around getting getting certain player success like anytime breeze is up for a record it's like he you could tell the game is designed to get him that record in that game yep because it it's pretty fantastic so i assume we're gonna see a lot of des bryant action in december when they play the cowboys and i'm gonna i'm gonna lap that shit up it's gonna be great um, I need to give you a quick update. Uh, so I have been watching the uh, the Thursday night football game. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster just burned, like a, a few minutes ago, Juju Smith-Schuster just burned the entire Panthers secondary for a super, super, super long touchdown. And then on the ensuing drive, uh, Cam Newton got picked off by a D-lineman trying to throw the ball away uh, for a big man touchdown. And that was pretty sweet. Uh so yeah, it was a pick six. Uh, the more interesting thing is, um, you know, speaking of people who haven't played much this season or at all, Le'Veon Bell is watching this game and tweeted just like as soon as that big play by Juju Smith-Schuster happened, he tweeted out, "Juju, something special, man." So uh, I don't. So that and that's. I don't know. There, was it upside down? What? What did he type it upside down? No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. It was. It was normal, and I don't think there was any. Yeah, Juju is so. Juju is so special, man. Dot. 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 How much can we read into this? Because it is Tuesday's. Tuesday is the cutoff. If he doesn't show up Tuesday, he can't play in 2018. I mean, if he hasn't shown up by now, he's not going to. I well. Like I think I. I feel like, like, what, at this point, like, he's sacrificed, like, $8 million worth of money. I, yeah. I don't know what, like, what he, like, the the Steelers are honestly, like, doing just fine at running back without him. James Conner has been playing pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, I don't know. I, he might very well just... I, I I legitimately have no idea because if the Steelers continue to play well without him at running back, that decreases his value for free agency. Yeah. And so well, but, if he does so, come back, well, doesn't, doesn't that doesn't that um, it's kind of like so he he made this bet that he'd be irreplaceable. Right. Um, and didn't pan out. It did. Well, it didn't pan out specifically because James Conner is really fucking good. And he couldn't have he couldn't have foreseen that, right? He couldn't have seen that coming. Uh, so at this point, doesn't it make more sense to come back to the team uh, and like try and get some snaps, make some money, because you're it, it'll only hurt your free agent stock to not play at all and just like be viewed as replaceable. Like, have the story be, yes, you were replaced by James Conner. You you bet on yourself, and you lost. So wouldn't wouldn't the... I think the smarter thing would, would be to come back. Like, it sucks. It's like, you know, it's folding in poker with a very good hand. But you have to, like, you have to come back to the, to the team and, like, 
show other. What happens if he comes still... back and he's he's not as good as Connor? Well, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. Like I think that. So you're not going to ride one running back. You will always need to have, like, James Conner isn't a three-down, 60-minute running back, right? He's, he's, the Steelers want him to be, but I don't, he, he isn't. You always have to have someone waiting in the wings. Uh, and if, and if Le'Veon Bell can provide that role, it's not, I mean, you'll get a few snaps and people will be like, oh, he's still got it. If, if you give, okay, so if Le'Veon Bell has 10 carries uh, for the rest of the season, he is going to break at least one 60-yard run, right? Like, it's going to happen unless he has been completely neglecting his training, which I don't think he has been. So, so that's, that's my thinking. I think it hurts him more to not be seen and to just be viewed as this this ghost that like that bet on himself and and like it is going to be interesting if he comes back in and sets and just plays out of his mind that's that's very big cuz then he could tell the Steelers to suck it and move on it's very I don't, this is such a weird situation that I we I don't think many people thought it would get to this point, but it has. And honestly, he's going to come back because I'm realizing now with his upside down tweet earlier this week that he's a pod person now. Uh huh. He's been he's been replaced. Mm-hmm. What the real Le'Veon Bell is in the upside down. Yeah. 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 It's true. So we're gonna we're gonna get Pod Le'Veon Bell playing football for the Steelers next week, and he'll be he'll be decent because he's a pretty decent replicant. But real Le'Veon Bell is getting eaten by a monster somewhere, and it, it's a shame how that talent went to waste. Yep, yep. It's also a shame for everyone who drafted him in the first round, thinking that the holdout would only last four or five weeks. Oh, I got the number two overall pick. I feel like he's he's gonna come back, right? He's he's uh, definitely gonna come back. No, I, I took him. I took him at like number five or six, and still somehow it was a better pick than David Johnson. Oh man, I feel <laughs> bad for everyone who picked David Johnson. Yeah, right. Too. Right. I I'm, I'm still like I'm doing okay in my league despite the fact that I didn't have a first round pick. I, I yeah feel real bad for anyone who picked David Johnson woof woof i was hoping the steelers wouldn't win tonight but like that's a hell of a series of events but the panthers are good the panthers are kind of sneaky good yep yep i you know there's there's still a uh, a lot of game left to play there what else we got going on this week well so just because we should just like who do you think maybe we have it a little bit of time we can talk about the games that are coming yeah, up let's, a, let's, a little bit some, more depth let's maybe picks. let's do a little some bit, picks a little bit time bit oh my god okay sam yes redskins at buccaneers oh i think the redskins win it right i i feel like the buccaneer tailspin has started more or less and and now that now that there's this whole thing like winston's career is over uh there was that awesome resurgence of of Fitzmagic, like, and people were like, 
is Fitzmagic back? It, it, because he did like he did everything he could to win that game. I um Yeah, it was just too big a hole. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean he put he put his team in a position to win, right? Like Yeah. He, he really, really did. And then they just shanked the field goal at the end. And and they uh well, no, that's I can't remember how it ended, whether it was a shanked field goal or the uh the other team just scored again but either way i they're they're in a tailspin it doesn't look like they are but they absolutely are um jamise winston's career is over which is a plus and uh and the redskins are gonna win next week i think the redskins will win but i don't know i'm very i'm always excited to watch ryan fitzpatrick because he is such a boomer bust player yeah Yep. That if if good Fitzpatrick shows up, it's gonna be a blast to watch. If bad Fitzpatrick shows up, it's gonna be hilarious to watch. And the Redskins are like solidly decent. Yep. They're not great, but they're solidly decent. And they're like sneakily leading the division because the Eagles are underperforming, the Cowboys are a joke and the giants are a complete tire fire solidly decent was my favorite late 80s r&b band it's solidly decent what was their hit sam oh uh there are three of us and we're all really attractive <laughs> that's the name of the song that's, that was the name of the song there are three of us and we're all really attractive there's three of us and we're all it went it went straight to number 37 on the billboard hot 100 but would you believe it got all the way up to number 14 in japan oh i would i would they were really big over there that that band that i just made up and i can't even remember what oh solidly decent there it is i did it i I remembered it again solidly decent yeah but washington's gonna win that game there yeah, Washington's probably going to win. Uh, Cardinals at Chiefs. Ugh. Oh, no. Ugh. Oh, uh-huh. no. Oh, gosh. That's not great. That's not That's not great. That's not going to end well. No, nah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, that's that's not going to... Ugh. 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 Gross. Yep. Ugh. Just gross. Just, Just gross. Oh, that's, that's going to be filthy. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, here, here's another winner of a game. Uh, Bills at the Jets. Oof. I mean, it's the Jets, right? It's got to be the Jets. I I guess it has to be. Yeah, I, the, it's the Jets. I, I, I don't know. The, the Bills' defense is, is good, and Sam Darnold is, like, throwing tons of picks. But yeah. I, but... I mean, even if like the Jets even if are the defense a... gets two pick sixes, there is no way that like there's no way they're going to score any more points, right? Like I don't. I think you're. I no, think you're, that's true. I think you're. I don't know. I you might you might be trying like to the Jets it a little bit. should win this game, but I, I the Jets should win this this quote game end quote yeah, but. Like if the Bills somehow pull off some bullshit, that is, it's basically just the Bills fail a little less. Uh huh. I could see them coming away with like a seventeen to ten win. Sure. Based, I think there's going to be more defensive touchdowns in this game than offensive touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. That'd be that'd be a decent bet to make. You'd probably get really good. I odds just. On it. But if you have a game with like 
six touchdowns and they're all pick sixes mm-hmm. or like fumble returns. Yeah. Do we have a name for fumbles returned for touchdown? Like we have pick six. Like, do we have like, like grab six? Oh, uh, it's a scoop and score, right? Scoop and score. There we go. There we go. Yes, that works. I'll take it. Jaguars at Colts. Man, what happened to the Jags? I don't know, man. I hope they pick this one up. I think I think it was it really is the um the injury. Oh my god. Uh the Leonard Fournette injury really really hurt. It's also I mean it's also a good place uh the good place jinx. The good place curse. Yep. Yes, the good place curse. I'm still not caught up. So I need to do that and then and then I can update you guys on the good place curse, but uh but yeah, I don't. I think real. the Colts are gonna win. I I think the Jaguars did complete tailspin, and the Colts are at home. I don't know. This this feels like a Colts win. Fair, fair. I I think I think though if the Jaguars defense steps up at all, like the the Colts O line, hey, it's really bad. So if the if the Jaguars, I no, they're slightly better this year because their rookie offensive lineman. As like offensive rookie of the month, I I think yeah I think it was offensive rookie of the month. Like he's he's stabilized that line a little bit. Yeah, they're not as bad as they were. Yeah, they're not as bad, but I don't know, man. Like I I, this is God. These are like three. Like the Chiefs are going to destroy the Cardinals. Then you have an absolute toilet bowl in Bills Jets, and now Jaguars. Cult. These are not good yeah. matchups. They're not. They're not really good matchups. I'm. I, I'm taking the Jags because I think their. I think their defense gets pressure. I think they sack Andrew Luck four or five times, and I think that that gives. I don't know. I, maybe. Maybe that gets like the engine going again a little bit. The momentum. We'll see. I think the Jaguars. Are gonna lose. I think the Colts are gonna win this. This is a must-win for the Jaguars. If the Jaguars don't yeah. win this game, I think we can just consider their season completely toast. Yeah. It's it's over. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that for sure. Lions at Bears. Um, Bears, right? Bears are yeah, red fucking hot. Lions started zero and three. Yeah, Lions started zero and three, and then they won three games, and you're like, oh, maybe they're turning around. Then they lost two games straight, and like the most recent game, Matthew Stafford got sacked. Ten times, ten times. Yeah, speaking. speaking and now of bad he has to go lines. against Khalil Mack. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Not great. Not gonna go well, and they're in Chicago. Wait for whatever that's worth. Like that is damning. Like I, the Bears are gonna win. Bears are a decent team this year, and they should not be considered like. A fake. They're they are solidly decent this year. Possibly even good. Saints at Bengals. Oh, Saints. This is gonna be one of Saints. This is gonna be one of those games where I want it to be a better game than it's probably going to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I trust that the Bengals are good enough to put up a fight, but I I don't think that I I think the Saints might be legit one of the best teams in the league right now. Yeah. Especially with how they beat the Rams. Yeah. I agree. I, I completely agree with that. I, I think that this is one of the classic games where the Bengals just look like absolute dog trash. It is Sunday afternoon, so I don't know about that. Well, it's not. I mean, I know they're. I know they can't play in prime time, but you, that I, that overshadows the fact that they also 
sometimes just can't play football. Yeah. Right. That's they, fair. They, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, hype around the Bengals Steelers game and Bengals in prime time. Don't forget also that the Bengals can are 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 perfectly able to play horrific football in situations that are not those situations. Absolutely true. Um, Patriots at Titans. Uh, so I mean, the Titans. I mean, the Patriots are going to win, but yeah. maybe maybe we can have faith in the mustache. Mark Mariota is back, Sam. Yeah, he's turned it around. Mark Mariota is back. Maybe his hand is healed because he looks yeah. a little better. He looked he looked pretty okay against the Cowboys. So yeah. it's it's the mustache. I, I feel like it's got to be the mustache. Yep. Keep Mark Mariota in behind center. Don't shave it. Mark Mariota, you are our savior. It, it is Movember, so... If if Mark Mariota loses, he can't. I I, I I started that sentence wrong. Mark Mariota cannot lose in November. Put your money down, even if it is against the Patriots. Put that money down. Yep. Falcons at the Browns. Falcons. Yikes. Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons are going to win that one. Yeah. Uh, Chargers at the Raiders. I don't want to watch that game. Like, I don't either. Damn. Jeez. Do you, do you think? Right. Do you think like? Do you think Chargers fans are going to show up to that game to just watch them completely? No, because that requires the there to that requires there to be Chargers fans. Fair. And like there weren't Chargers, there were barely enough Chargers fans in San Diego at the end. There's right. no Chargers fans in L.A. None of them are going to make the trip up to the Bay Area to watch the Raiders, even though you could probably go to this game for like five bucks. Okay. It's. See, here's the one thing though: the Chargers have finally gained some attention because they're they're a good team. Mm -hmm. But this, the Chargers have this horrible tendency to start with a couple of bad losses, mm -hmm. have everyone ignore them, go on a quiet winning streak, and then when people finally are like, "Oh wait, there's this team that might be doing something," that's when they lose. Yeah, and yep. and they fumble around and. Like I'm not saying the Chargers will lose. I they gonna, certainly they're shouldn't. Not lose this game. I like, really like 99% they're going to win this game, but if they lose this game, keep what I said in mind because that's exactly a Chargers thing to do. Yep, I agree. But they're not. I mean, not, they're Seahawks, not Seahawks. Okay, yeah. No, they're not going to lose. Seahawks at the Rams. I I, I the, the Rams, right? The Seahawks defense doesn't look right because it's been completely gutted. The Rams off, they're going to steamroll them. I I think it'll be closer than that, but yeah, I think the Rams are going to win. It's going to I I think it's going to be at least a two-score game. I, the mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't think I don't think the Seahawks But are we or are we talking like like a 10-point game or a 16-point kind of two-score? 16-plus points is is my is my <laughs> thinking. I think that I think that it is not going to be particularly close. All right, that's fair. Dolphins at Packers. It's just another game of like two middle of the road teams that I don't want to watch. Yeah, yeah. I'm I I'm actually gonna give it to well no because the Packers are at home. You gotta give it to the Packers, right? Everything yeah. else being equal. Aaron Rodgers prime continues to be wasted by Mike McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Again. Maybe he just a, gets frustrated and leaves and throws the game or something. I don't fucking know because he's mad all the time now. 
It's scary. Yeah, he he like just it. looks angry a lot, and it's he's either angry like, so or he's hopped usual. up on drugs. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's finally getting frustrated with the way the play calling has worked. Mm-hmm. I I would like to see that happen. It'd be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Cowboys at Eagles. Oh, God, this man. is the Sunday night game. I'm so sorry, America. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, it's I mean, the Eagles are going to win. Yeah, it's got to be the Eagles. Eagles because Dallas just looks pretty fucking hapless. And yeah, and you, it, you Eagles are going to win. Home. The Eagles are not playing up to their caliber, but no. they're not going to lose this game. No. To the like, the Eagles tend to play well in primetime matchups against division rivals. Like, the, I feel like that's when the Eagles show up. Right. They've always kind of shown up then. And the Cowboys, this is the kind of game the Cowboys would lose before this. Like, this is, the Eagles are going to win this game. Mm-hmm. And then, God, in a week of just terrible football matchups is capped off Monday Night Football, Giants at 49ers. Uh, are we going to see Nick Mullins? Yeah, we are. He did okay last week. I mean,. I, I mean, really it was against know. the Raiders, so there's that really asterisk. It's, I I would suggest skipping this football game entirely because you should get extra sleep for Tuesday morning, and that way you won't have to watch two garbage fire teams play each other with the worst broadcasting team announcing it. Jesus, yeah, just skip that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna say San Francisco just cause, but fucking i don't care yeah is the real like, like i don't fucking care i don't either honestly at this point i hope they lose i hope the giants lose because i don't care i it's over the season's done i probably i may not even watch the game i'll probably only have it on as i work because i'll have nothing else to do when i work and that's just what i do when i work at night is i watch sports games so mm-hmm. yeah that's that not gonna watch don't want to watch it it's it's gonna be gross. I don't want America to watch it. I would, I hope this gets like no ratings. Yeah. And the NFL learns that maybe they need to find ways to flex Monday Night Football games, cause holy moly. You'd think it'd be easy. Yeah. Anyway, that's week what? Ten? Is this week ten that we're in? God, this season is flying by, sir. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, like. I can't. It. I can't I believe it. I can't believe it's that fucking far into the damn season we're almost we're almost there like we're almost to the to the point where people are going to start locking up playoff spots that's crazy to me. that's weird that that is weird i don't like it no me I, either i want i want, I don't want more of football to be happen please make football last longer make all the football happen give it i give us the xfl now so that we can have more football I don't. I don't want to wait till 2020. Let's 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 bring back the XFL right now. Like as soon as this season ends, just immediate XFL action, and then just just all the XFL action for the end of time. Sam. Yes. How can we follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzeszes. S A M G R E S Z E S E S E S. And on Twitch and Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave? I'm Drawplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Drawplay Dave, on Facebook at the Drawplay Comic, on Instagram, on Patreon, and of course on the Drawplay.com. Thank you for listening. Uh, what 
do you have the photic sneeze reflex or do you get turned on by weird videos of people going la, 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 la. let us know maybe don't let us know about what that. what are what are your weird body quirks what where is where are your body glitches let's get we want to know hashtag body glitches hell yeah body glitches anyway have a good time and we'll see you next week